Welcome to Shofar Ronnebosch Sermon Podcast. We trust that today's message will edify and strengthen your faith. To spiritual stuff, God is into practical stuff. Amen? Right, and so, um, actually, in fact, one of the, the, no, the first time that the Holy Spirit was poured out, who knows where that happened? Johannes. You heard it yesterday, yes. All right, so the very first time it says that the scripture says someone was filled with the Holy Spirit was when he was filled to do um, practical work, construction, and artistry. So God is, um, is not just into spiritual things and meeting our spiritual needs, but he's, he's a very practical God. There's no separation for God between spirit, soul, and body. There's no separation between the spiritual world and the natural world. To God, it's all one. Because he created all of it. Amen. Right. So there's no separation there. I want to just read. Are we gonna, like I said, we're going to get practical. And we're going to have some people coming up sharing about different ministries in church. There's going to be two aspects. Um, so there's a lot of um, things that happen to or need to happen to make a service happen. Um, so there's going to be opportunities to uh, sign up for kids church or um, sound ministry, media ministry, other types of ministry. So. You'll have those opportunities. And then, um, as Armand mentioned to us earlier, we're going to have a, a church makeover day, the 3rd of March. So that's in three weeks' time. In three weeks' time, we're moving into our new venue. So we only have two services in this venue still. Um, so we're going to get practical in terms of how you can participate, how you can join. But I want to just read two, one scripture and share two thoughts before I give over to the team members uh, to come and share what they're going to be doing and how you can get involved. And I've been sharing on this scripture, Psalm 52, verse 6 to 8. It says, uh, The righteous also, also shall see and fear, and shall laugh at him, saying, Here is the man who did not make God his strength, but trusted in the abundance of his riches, and strengthened himself in his wickedness. But I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. The psalmist there says, I'm like a green olive tree. Now, I don't know if you've seen an uh, olive tree, um, but olive trees can survive in very harsh circumstances. And they, um, I actually planted an olive tree about eight months ago, Leona and I, and we've, um, we've just seen how quickly this tree grows. Right, it just it just really flourishes um, in very difficult circumstances. Um, you know, Leon and I we're not the gardening type. You know, so we really need tough um, plants to 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 make it in <laughs> in our garden. <laughs> anyway, so so this 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 is a picture of of um, flourishing in the house of God. Um, is it Psalm sixty three? Speak under correction, but. It says that he who is planted in the house of, Lord, of the Lord shall flourish in his courts. So we believe, obviously, in terms of, we believe the local church is important. We believe service in the local church is important. But if you listen to that scripture, it says that he who is planted in the Lord will flourish in his house. It doesn't say that. It says he who is planted in the Lord will flourish in his courts. Right? 
Now, the word courts um, means places that God possesses, right? And if you thought the only places that God possesses was in his house, physical space, then you are absolutely wrong because the Bible says that, that the whole world belongs to God, right? He is the, he is the, 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 the owner of a cattle upon a thousand hill, hills. So in other words, if you are planted in the house of the Lord, you'll flourish, all right? So we all want to flourish. But not just will you flourish in a spiritual sense, not just will you flourish in, um, on a Sunday or on a Wednesday, but you'll flourish in his courts, wherever you are, right, in the world, because the whole world belongs to him. So this, this picture that God gives about us and, and his house and serving in his house, and I want to mention, like I said, two things. The first one is um, we sang it this morning, but Jesus came as a servant king. Right, he came and he demonstrated life to us. What is what is the blessed life? What is a good life? And a good life is a life of service. Tommy Barnett says, "The greatest title of them all is the title of being a servant." Isn't that, that amazing? The most famous person that ever lived was a servant, right? And if you actually think of you know, if you would think, what is the most famous woman of our time? Who do you think that is? Mother Teresa, right? Um, immediately everyone said that. Now, how is that, that uh, you know, a woman um, n n not very charismatic, not very, um, you know, not a TV star, not anything like that, but a servant is the most famous. And actually, Tommy Barnett, he did a study and he, and he went through history and he found that the servants were the memorable people. The people that you would know of today are those that chose to serve their generation and to serve their people. David was such a man. He says David served his generation. And how, how famous is, is David today? If we think of our nation, Nelson Mandela. He served the people, right? Those that serve themselves, no one remembers them, right? Because they were in it for themselves. Um, and so Jesus showed us a better way. He came to serve us. Um, and so the scriptures, the scriptures are full of it. Um, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says, um, Seek first the kingdom, and all else will be added to you. Haggai, and um, Jason referred to this earlier, he says, he says, the, the people shall say, the time has not yet come to rebuild the house of the Lord. Um, then the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet saying, it is time for, for yourselves. Is it time for yourselves to live in paneled houses while the house of the Lord lies in ruins? And then there's a whole prophetic message about how God blesses those who take care, takes care of his house. Right? Again, he seeks first God's kingdom all else will be added to you. And so if you've never experienced, and this I can say um, in my life, and God has questioned me many times, or uh, you know, challenged me many times on this, but um, if you've never experienced the blessing of being taken care of, now then there's the invitation to take care of God and His desires, and God will take care of you. Right, I see the mission team shaking their heads. You know, you know, 
if you align yourself with God's purposes, it's always amazing. It just, God comes through. Because he takes care of those who takes care of him. And so I want to pray for us this morning before we get practical, that we would be able to trust God, that God is our best at heart. And perhaps you, you have been able, and I'm not just talking about financially, I'm talking about your every need, whether it's emotional, uh, practical, um, your vocation, whatever. Um, if you have, perhaps in the past, you trusted God to come take care of you, and at some point you decided, well, I can do this, right? I can take care of myself. Um, then I believe the invitation is again for you to say, well, God, I'll trust you, that you will take care of me, all right? And if you've never experienced that blessing, um, that God has everything, I can tell you so many stories. Um, we were talking about missions. I've been um, on more than 30 missions um, to more than 20 nations and I could pay for one of the trips, right? I actually had, you know, the finances for only one of them. All the others, I didn't know where my finances would come from. Um, we're busy with the miracle um, in that we, we have a venue of which we had zero deposit, right? We had nothing, um, and God has just supernaturally provided for us. I can tell you story after story. The very fact that I'm standing here today is because of God. I wouldn't have been able to do it, right? Um, but the, the, the promise is this. If you take care of God's needs, He abundantly. More than you think you could have taken care of your own needs, He does it with multiplication. All right, so let's, let's, let's just pray this morning. Father, we just thank you for your goodness. And God, as Megan so boldly shared this morning, you are a good father. You are a good father, Lord. And God, as Jeanette shared the word, your word will not return to you void. It will accomplish, God. It will water the earth. God, it will water every situation of every challenge of every life. In this place, God, as we turn our eyes and fix our eyes on you, Jesus, focus our attention on that which you can do. God, you are the God of the impossible. You are the God of the miraculous. And so this, this, this morning before we move on, I want to pray for you if you want to just say, God, I choose to trust you. I choose to focus on your needs. I choose to focus on your kingdom first. Maybe you've done it before. You've just moved a bit away. You've, you've sort of given in to lies of the enemy. If you've never done it, or you want to do it again, quickly raise your hands. I'm going to pray for you. Father, thank you for every hand that is raised. Lord, just as a, as a cry, God, as, a, as, a, as a, a commitment, but as a hunger, God, to say, God, we want to see your kingdom come. We want to see not your house in ruins, but in glory for your name's sake, for your glory. And God, we, we choose to believe your word. We choose to believe your word above our experiences, God, above our challenges, about, above the taunts of the enemy, saying it's not going to work. You're not going to make it. Lord, instead, we choose to believe your word that says we will make it. That says, in God, all things are possible. And God, we thank you for strength. Thank you that you strengthen every person, God. Thank you, make, uh, Lord, that you make us like that green olive tree, flourishing in your house and flourishing beyond in your courts. 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Mike is, uh, is Jeanette. I'm not overly stoked at being first, but okay. Um, my name is Jeanette, and I, um, along with Susan Grunewald, are heading up Kids Church for this year. And um, just to start off, I want to show a very short little video. It's got sound. Do you have sound? <laughs> maybe, st maybe start. Kenny, uh, Kenny and Fria always have quite lively uh, kids' sessions. Um, they now have got a very small baby, so they're out for a little while, but we look forward to having them back. Anyway, um, that was about, I'm guessing, a year and a half ago. I think we have now double, even maybe triple, the number of kids. So um, it's really been blessed, kids' church. Um, I want to say that it's a mind mindset change that almost needs to happen. You know, the kids make a noise and then they go off to kids' church and then it's all quiet. And But they are the mission field in our midst. I mean, they are the ones that it's our responsibility to um, us and the parents and everybody. You know, it, it's almost the whole church responsibility to help with their spiritual upbringing and their, you know, leading them to Christ. So... Um, I want to thank everybody um, who's already signed up for Kids Church. We've had few, a few sign-ups, so we're not in dire straits anymore. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If any of you are here and I haven't met you yet, please come and grab me afterwards. Um, it is a commitment. It's a big commitment. Um, if you're a student, you need to be here on a Sunday morning early. I know early is not, not great, but um, you do miss the service. I mean, you're not in the service. You're in Kids Church. Um, quite often you have to prepare. You have to maybe prepare a craft or prepare a lesson or just bring some snacks or something. So it's definitely a big commitment, but we thank, thank everybody who's done it. And if there's more of you who want to sign up, um, if the Lord lays the kids on your heart, um, please come. Please come. That'd be great. So um, the move to Kurnup really could not have come at a better time for Kids Church, seeing that we're now so big. Our oldest class is called the Lions class, and... Um, they are now in Rainer's office. So I'm wondering sometimes on Monday mornings if he finds Fruit Loops under his desk that we've been building a colorful rainbow with or something. But um, now we're going to have little uh, houses that's going to be dedicated kids' church areas. So we're really excited about that. Um, also, I just want to say that, just to um, add to my story, in five years' time we're going to have teenagers. You know, now we've got a bunch of small ones running around, but in five years, which is a small, really a drop of the bucket in the bucket uh, period of time, it's going to be teenagers, and um, my mom lives in series, so I sometimes go to Shafa series, and the pastor there once said, he's got teenage kids, and he said, well, the wooden spoon, a smack with the wooden spoon doesn't work anymore, so now you kind of wish you prayed more and used less the wooden spoon when they were young. So my six-year-old daughter likes to remind me but remember what they said in the series church. You need to pray and not use the wooden spoon. <laughs> but um, 
I'm, I'm kind of sad to hear that, but anyway. Um, so, but also another thing where we want to ask you then to partner with us is we want to, and this, this idea has come from one of our volunteers, is we want to assign two people to each child for the year and that you commit to pray for them. Um, and so I believe our month, we're going to hand out little cards for, for the whole thing um, afterwards. So if you don't want to sign up for Kids Church and be a facilitator, but you want to commit to praying for a child, please put your name there and put pray next to Kids Church because then we'll, I'll, I'll contact you and I'll uh, give you the name of a little kitty to pray for. And we really, really, really appreciate that. That's cool. So um, just about Kurenoop, I am actually not too sure yet what we're going to do on that day. Um, we've not been able to get into our little houses, but there's going to be a lot of beautifying. The great thing is we're going to have it make it so kid-friendly and also to attract more families to our church who has children. And we want to make it really beautiful. You can roll that if you want to, Jason. It's just some Pinterest ideas. It's not really, you know. But... Um, uh, on the day, I imagine that we're probably going to also need a lot of help with kid control. So if, you, uh, if you're willing to just maybe not paint, but maybe look after kids, that's also a, a big option for the day. Um, I'm more of a practical person. I'm not so good with uh, making things beautiful, but there's some moms who's going to assist me in that. So thank you very much, everybody, and we, um, we look forward to it. It's going to be great. I'm not nearly as prepared as that. Um, but I want to encourage you guys that um, there are services and, and things that you can do to make this better. So I actually uh, asked Colleen if we can teach her something. Can you come up? Oh. Um, so sound is one of those things that it feels and looks and can seem like something crazy. Sorry, I'm just climbing back here to get a object lesson. This happens a lot. Okay, and, and especially because we're moving venues up and down a lot, and every hand helps. Like, guys, I cannot describe to you how much one person that is willing to roll up two cables has helped me out. Like, we're getting ready, everything's right, and there's a cable that is in messes, and it looks like a, a we call it a cryness when we were fishing. <laughs> like, a, now I need to sort that out, and I can't help someone bring God's presence into this place, uh, or the mic is going crazy. So... It is really easy. It is a process. You learn step by step. Same thing happens behind the desk. It is a process. It's like learning how to use Word or Excel. There is some stuff that you can learn that is talent-wise. So if you have an ear for music, if you have worked with computers before, if you kind of have an idea what's going on, you got work. <laughs> um, the idea was... I'm kind of hoping I remember how to do this properly. <laughs> yeah, I always, had a, I always had a bit of a break. Um, so the, the, the process that you go through is the same every day. Every time you step up into the venue, you go through the checklist. The checklist making sure that the artists have what they need, that the in-ear mics are ready, that the system is there. And there is a quite a bit of pressure. So uh, let's just a hand for Claudine for being a, like an example. <laughs> Um, with that, then every person that helps makes my life easier, makes Iggy's life easier, makes things happen a lot quicker. I still need people who will be happy to take the pressure of sitting behind the desk, making sure that everything sounds good. Okay? Then we are splitting the team up a little bit. 
I need people like Claudine who's happy to learn and then do the setup of the physical stage because that's going to make it so that I have more time to make sure everything looks and sounds good, that everything's organized, that I know what's going on with the band. So we will have a, a group of people that will do that. Um, so, so there's no there's no pressure when you join to do everything, to take control of everything, take responsibility of everything. Uh, but you can grow into that position. So please keep that in mind. When we are doing the move, we will also need as many hands as possible because I think all of this is going to go. Everything that you see, everything that you hear is going to go. So if we can do that as quick as possible in an organized manner, it gives me, Armand, uh, Steph. Even um, Owen, hopefully, I'm going to recruit him on the fly in front of everyone so he can't say no later. <laughs> um, to set up and make it as good as we can. And then that setup will lead to better sound in the future. And hopefully, we won't have any problems. So if you feel excited, if you felt something move, if you felt like you can do a little thing, please sign up. That would be great. Thank you. And she did it, by the way. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm called Hargis. Uh, I'm going to be handling everything now, uh, field IT in the new place. I'm going to be assisting the people from setting up Wi-Fi and the internet and the projector and everything technology-related. Um, yeah, we're also looking into getting LED screens. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, Jason is loaded with it. To, to, uh, to replace a projector. Because we, the LED screen, if you walk in front of it, it's not going to show a shadow for people. And then we can have a lot of challenges, like cabling and stuff at a new venue, because the historical aspect is we can't draw holes in the walls. Shout out to us and we go. Thank you. Okay, so that's the setup for media. Hi, Marianne. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um. for those of you who need context, Marianne is my fiance. <laughs> She's my biggest supporter, yeah, and in six days we're getting married. <laughs> okay, but we will be there on Sunday the 3rd of March to help set up, because this is God's building, and so we'll get back to that. Um, so I'm coordinating the media team, um, yeah, and I actually, I prayed about it, and I was like, if God can give me a scripture for this, and I think I've shared it a few times in the offering message when the Pharisees challenged Jesus about the coin and he said, um, whose image is on that coin? And they said Caesar. So he said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's. And then he said, give to God what is God's. 
um, Genesis 1 verse 26 says we created in the image of God, man and woman, we created in the image of God. And what God said to me is the media team's, our role is to facilitate um, bringing across the image of God through worship, through the words in worship, through scriptures that we put up um, on the projector. Um, yeah, and and being excellent as well, because ultimately God wants us to be excellent. So if we can be professional there, uh, I think it goes a long way to showing that we're serious about coming to the house of God to worship. Um, so that's the vision we've got for the team. Um, so what does it look like? Okay, uh, it looks like some of you didn't realize this, but I didn't even have the church news slides um, uploaded to our Easy Worship because there are lots of people adding videos and slides and stuff. So during worship, I was busy working on slides. So it involves a little bit of multitasking under pressure. <laughs> so if you get at that, uh, come come speak to me. But just by a show of hands, um, please put your hand up if you know how to turn on a computer. Ah, hallelujah. Look at all these people. Okay, you qualify <laughs> to be on the media team. This is such great news. Oh, this is awesome. Um, Okay, we've, it's really been awesome though because uh, we were dwindling down to quite a small team, but quite a few people volunteered. Um, we still do need um, three more uh, people to volunteer uh, on Sundays. Ideally, if you're students as well, we need a few students. Okay, um, in terms of the commitment, there's very little commitment. It will involve doing uh, media once a month. Um, and you just need to be here an hour before the service. Uh, we do training when you join, uh, so it's quite straightforward. It's not long training. You just shadow somebody on a, on a previous Sunday. It's not intimidating at all. If you can take a mouse, you can do it, okay? And we'll show you how to do everything, okay? So that is the media team. If you are interested, I think there are slips going around just now. Just either speak to me or put your name down on that slip. Great. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Hello. How's everyone doing? Oh, cool. Thanks. Um, so I'm here to talk about coffee, um, Nations Cafe. Yay. Right. I, I think everyone's going to sign up now. Uh, so Nations Cafe, um, we use the, the money that we get from there to fund uh, missions. Um, and also we give uh, most of the coffees to first-time visitors when they come. Um, also blessed the other day, I think Noe came for the first time and he was like, I want to start making coffee. How do I do this thing? Uh, I was like, no way. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, was, I was given 10 minutes. So I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to finish. Uh, I'm going to speak for 10 minutes. But yeah, so it was really, really cool um, for him to just jump in like that in the for, for the first time. I'm going to read a scripture, Romans, uh, Romans 12, verse 13. Uh, it says, take a constant interest in the needs of God's beloved people and respond by helping them. In other words, blessing translation is when there are people here that are, they look very tired because they had a long week, make coffee for them. Because <laughs> Pastor wants to preach to people that are very awake. Um, 
And he goes on and say, and eagerly welcome people as guests in your home. Uh, verse 14 says, speak blessing. So I'm going to speak. Um, <laughs> that's, it's, it's, it actually says that. It's like the Passion Translation. So you can check it out if you don't think I'm... Uh, so yeah, so unfortunately for the morning service, we had uh, two people that were doing barrister that left incidentally to Ireland, both of them. So we're quite thin uh, in the morning service. The student service is quite good because I'm, I'm there most of the time. But the morning service is, is like two people currently that are serving there. So we really like to have uh, people there to make coffee. Uh, so and uh, for moving there, if you're good with plumbing and uh, electricity, I think that would be really cool if you can help us to station that machine in that new building for us. Uh, apart from that, yeah, if you're keen, please come join the team. Thanks. Good morning, everyone. So, I want to know which one or all of you have gym memberships. Up with your hands right now. Yes. Did you know it's a jungle inside there? You've got monkeys swimming in the pool. You've got gorillas on the, on the, on the, uh, on the treadmills. And you've got your Hans Neumann on a white bike. It's a jungle. It's a jungle. What we want to do is we want to build a jungle gym for our kids. We want to build it strong enough so it can host Johan Snowman. And we're going to give Etienne a rod and put all the parents through their faces. <laughs> so we're in the process of actually just securing a design at this point in time. And what we are planning on doing is recruiting all the dads or all the guys, even girls, who knows how to use a power tool. Imagine how much fun that is. <laughs> and we will be checking the size of your power tool. <laughs> so guys, what we want to do is we want to recruit guys today. We want to have your time available. We will be communicating with you and letting you know how much we, we, we think that if it's going to be a DIY project, it might take about four or five hours in order to do that. We will be seeing who can follow instructions. We will see who can do conflict resolutions. <laughs> but we will end up with an epic party for our kids. I just want to read the scripture for you. I didn't want to spiritualize it. This is the only thing that I could get that comes close to it. And that is, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. We want our kids to play. And we want to teach them how to play as parents, as, uh, as adults as well. Okay, thank you. Hello? There we go, cool. So I'm talking about the toddler's and the mom's room. So this is not a long-term thing. This is just for the setup and make sure you make with the day. Hello, Maya. Um, so for those of, of you that don't know, there's two different rooms for kids under three. The toddler's room is this one, and this is for all the kiddies under three to play inside. And it's so amazing because even though they're coming here to play, they're still in the atmosphere of God and the atmosphere of worship, which is really cool. So our hope and our vision for the toddler room is a place for kiddies to play in a beautiful, safe space, have mom or dad by, and being able to listen to the sermon, which I can tell you is such a blessing. Often you're so busy playing that you never get to listen to the sermon. 
or the worship. So that would be amazing to have both of those. Um, and then the nursing room is for moms. That's just for moms, not for dads and babies. And that's for mommies who need to nurse their little ones. Um, and I can really tell you as a mom, and especially for new moms and visiting moms, having a space which is beautiful, intentional, thoughtful, that big couch to sit and feed, a nice place to change, really makes such a difference. It just makes such a different experience to your church experience, your church morning. Often if you're having this wild morning, then just having a space which is lovely is great. So who are we looking for as people who are creative, people <laughs> who are practical, He's missing daddy, he's in India. Um, people who are practical, <laughs> people who have a passion for children. So anyone is welcome to um, join or chat to me afterwards who's keen to join. We'll first have a little bit of planning, kind of mood board. Say yes, he's there. Say hello. Twinkle, twinkle. Good. So we'll... <laughs> The first week, we'll probably just plan a little bit, whether it's on a WhatsApp group or we'll probably do a meetup. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's going to sing like Daddy. So Mama for Greg. So Mama Greg. Anyway, and then we'll... <laughs> okay, and then we'll action it together. So on the day, we'll paint, we'll beautify, <laughs> and just make it a special space. Cool. Thank you. All right, so Armansa, I'm distributing little, little papers like this so you can sign up. Uh, please write your name and your details on there and uh, quickly fill it in as we speak and then we will collect it in a second. Just two things that we didn't mention. Um, one um, is this, uh, this, this building, if you didn't know, uh, was built, or well, yeah, it was allotted by Jan van Riebeek in 1657 to the first Freiburgers. Um, and obviously back in that time, uh, there were slave quarters. And so there's a little slave door and a slave section. And um, I just, when I saw it, I felt we need to do something to redeem the space. Right? We need to do something to say, you know, you know this, this is what it resembles, but, you know, God speaks louder over this, 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 which happened back in those days. We don't agree with it, and, and so on, of course. Um, and so if there's someone that, you know, you feel maybe inspired or it's something that you want to um, perhaps work on, we don't have someone to champ that for us. Um, one of the th ideas was uh, we can make it a missions um, sleeping space so we can receive missions, uh, you know, with people sleeping up at in the slave quarters. So that was the idea, but if you are keen to volunteer there. And the other thing is landscaping. Um, the place is a beautiful garden. Is, are you volunteering? <laughs> We've got a volunteer. Yes. Uh, beautiful garden. Uh, the grass was amazing, but unfortunately it's been neglected quite a bit. Um, so um, apparently the property has access to water from the Lisbeck River. I don't know how it's got rights to, to water. I don't know how practically it works, but uh, Marianne, maybe you can look into that. But if you're also keen to help out, I thought it'd be appropriate for us to plant a tree as well on the day. 
Um, and anything else? Say again. Olive tree. There we go. Because then I don't have to water it <laughs> that much. Right. Okay, so if you can quickly fill in those forms. I want to just, um, a lot of the guys mentioned that there's phase one and phase two. So obviously we want to just get into the space. We want to start having services there. Um, so that'll be phase one just to get going for from the 3rd of March. On the 3rd of March, we'll have a short worship service. And that, that is a Sunday, so we'll be doing stuff on the whole of the day. Um, we were talking about perhaps doing a picnic and a braai as well on the day. So we'll, we'll give you more details. I think that could be fun. As I just saw some images. Um, just a few slides back, Jace, please. Um, the, the I really believe God gave us this space, um, but it's not a space just simply for our comfort, for us as a church to be in a better, nicer space. Um, I believe God gave us this space to, to serve the community. So when I, was, when I was speaking about serving and Jesus came as a, as serving king, I mean the space God is giving us is to serve the city, right? And so that's the heart behind what we're doing. Um, the heart is not for us to be comfortable. In fact, you know, a lot of how we got here was in, in saying we, we don't want to be comfortable. We want to just have a tool to serve the city in a better way, right? So that's what we're going to do. Um, we, uh, Miranda spoke about the prayer room. But we want to have an interchurch, citywide prayer room, um, hopefully s um, sooner rather than later, 24-7. You know, so whoever wants to come and pray there from the city, whatever church, we're going to partner with different ministries and different churches. Um, you know, it's going to be really hard to do a 24-7 um, prayer room with just one church. So we want to have the whole city participate and join. It's a very significant place. It's in the gate of the city, so... You can obviously read in the symbology there. Um, so if that speaks to you, speak to Miranda on the prayer room. But the, the bottom line is we want to serve our community. Amen? So um, here's some future plans of stuff that we um, could perhaps extend the venue into. We're still speaking to Heritage about that. Um, but those things will be phased too. So you can obviously participate and con contribute if you've got certain skills that you can help out with. That would be also amazing. Right, so if you can quickly fill in those forms. Liana wants to say something, and then we're going to pray. I just had a dream yesterday, and I just felt now to share it. And I was um, in the dream. I was with God, and he, I wanted to plant seeds. And he said to me, here's a good idea. And he gave me like a big truck. And he said, why don't you fill the back of the truck with seed? Because I was walking with the seed, and I was thinking, does it need sun? Does it not need sun? What, what's the best soil? And God said to me, he gave me this big truck. And he said, fill up the back of the truck with um, soil and then I planted the seeds and then I saw in the dream it was like when they need sun then you just pull the truck into the sun and when it needs shade then you pull into the shade and when it rains you pull into the garage unless you want the rain and then the flowers it was all flowers and they all grew and they were so beautiful and then I was a bit like um, I still had more seed and I knew the seed that I had was for trees it was for oaks of righteousness and I, I realized that I can't plant it in the truck because it, the soil is not deep enough and it's already full of flowers. And also the flowers were fully grown, and they've, it, they've kind of used up all the space. And I was just I was like, what now? What, so now I have them, so now what? Now what? And I just knew that uh, to progress, they would need to be planted out. And I had this sense like, oh.